الحب تسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقالتيها Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Beautiful Sunday morning, alhamdulillah, in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, alhamdulillah. Once again, myself, Raji Davazi, and our technician doing duty, that is Abida Muhammad Dixon. And once again, alhamdulillah, we have the honor to have Molina Sabri Davis in studio with us, and who is the Imam of Majlul Thani, Rakhnas Molina. Assalamu alaikum, and welcome to this beautiful program, alhamdulillah, Negotiating Pathways towards a successful marriage alhamdulillah wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh bitaraji and to the uh, technical staff as well and assalamu alaikum to the listeners as well mashallah lovely to be here bitaraji alhamdulillah mulana al busri laistrasia um the the doesn't be on our control because also for two weeks no new radio because of the outside broadcast yes yes but they can still send in the sms's the questions and on the number 4793 and also the backlog fun ก็ซุปเปอร์ไนท์ไวท์ทรีเอ่อซุปเปอร์ไนท์ไวท์ทรีเอ่อแล้วก็ซุปเปอร์ไนท์ไวท์ทรีเอ่อแล้วก็ซ
uh, people assume that Allah Prat van Mayopi Radio. Yeah. We don't mention names, nor do we give phone numbers. We give the last digits of, of the number just to get the attention of the listener and the sender. But other than that, we do not uh, f- uh, aim, the, uh, any answers are not aimed at a particular person. So if there's similarity between two situations, maybe I have a situation and there's a sim- similar situation coming or being spoken about, it does not necessarily mean that I must respond now uh, in private to the Imam or to the person that is uh, giving the answers and, and saying that you spoke about me on the radio. This is not the case. So there are very many similar situations that have many very similar circumstances so please do not feel in any way that your situation is being discussed if indeed you can benefit alhamdulillah we are happy i can i can i can with a clear heart and very convincingly say alhamdulillah i've had several 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 feedbacks of this of the positive alhamdulillah positive uh, things that have happened after uh, because of this program so we shukar allah for that and we ask allah to use us continuously for his deed inshallah Khair, inshallah shukran Allah. that is why the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage alhamdulillah is uh, the best relationship when both partners give and take with mutual love and tolerance and understanding the seven wonders of the world Molana, is the one is to see allah Akbar. to hear to touch, to taste, to feel, and to laugh, Allah and to love. These are seven wonders of the world, alhamdulillah. Allah Allah if you want to get over a problem, they say, stop talking about the problem. Your mind affects your mouth, and your mouth affects your mind. Allah so rather discuss your problem with others, but never argue. You may win the argument, but the risk is, that you will lose the person for a lifetime. Allahu Akbar. Wise words, but may Allah grant us the insight and the understanding. Amin, inshallah. Uh, you know, uh, what I think is that a man and a woman should choose each other for life. Mm-hmm. For the simple reason that a long life with all its accidents is barely mm-hmm. enough time yes. for a man and a woman to understand each other. To understand each other is to love each other. And so this indeed emphasis is on love. And sometimes, Bhutaraji, you know, uh, we, we, we cannot understand. Uh, people have weaknesses and people have shortcomings, but yet husband and wife stick together. Yes. And that is true love. Alhamdulillah. They say people need to learn that their actions, Molana, do affect other people. Absolutely. So, so we must be careful what we say and do because you can say something in 10 seconds, but 10 years later, the wounds are still there. Absolutely. So Absolutely. the tongue, Molana, has no mm-hmm. bones. But it is strong to break a heart, so be careful with your words. Absolutely, Mr. Raji. And that is uh, so beautifully, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we open the program, I would like to just take this uh, three-minute opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to relate a true story, uh, what happened between this husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this husband, you know, who, who, who woke up early in the morning and found his wife praying for him, making dua for him. So he stared at her, and then for the f- because for the past few months they've been arguing and fighting. So during the past uh, mm-hmm. day, she hasn't been cooking for him. But this morning, he got a shock. He found breakfast already at the table. He ate his breakfast. He went back to the bedroom to prepare for a shower. And uh, assalamu alaikum, have a blessed day. That is what she said to him uh-huh. as she entered the bedroom. And he left her for the bathroom. After his shower, all dressed up for work, he found his wife at the kitchen eating breakfast in peace, sitting peacefully and eating her breakfast. She was looking at some funny messages on her phone and started to giggle. He looked at her and then walked out mm. the door. The last look he, gave, he had of her before he left was of her at peace. This uh, amazing peace that she had with herself. Mm. That last look, that look of peace disturbed him. 
this is not how she should be. This is not how she has been. He has been hurting her. She has recently found out that he'd been flirting and having affairs with other women. Mm. He has cheated once or more than once and used money meant for the family on other women. Mm. She should be angry and, and her peaceful demeanor disturbed him. Why is this woman so peaceful? Yeah. Evening came, he went home and he met his peaceful wife again. She was cooking and laughing with the children. She had come from work two hours ago. The dinner was enjoyable. It was good food. She, she having warm conversations with the children and carrying on as normal. He, as the father, he felt very left out. His wife and his children seemed to be having uh, the world of fun despite him having heard them by flirting and having affairs with other women. Mm. After dinner, she cleared the table, then played and prayed, made salah with the children and put them to bed. And then he approached and he said, are you okay? Mm. He asked her. I am, alhamdulillah, I'm more than okay. I am blessed. This was her mm. response. But aren't you mad at me? Aren't mm. you hurt? Aren't you? Don't you hate me right mm. now? After all that I'm doing and have done and, and after the way in which I've hurt you, he asked. She placed a washed plate in the rack and then looked at him and said, I asked myself, what is the most important relationship in my life? Mm. The one I have with you or the one I have with my Allah. Allah mm. And I realize it is the one that I have with Allah. I live for Allah, not mm. for you. Marrying you was a blessing, yes. yes. But it is not all there is in life. Mm. Allah has blessed me. Allah has blessed me with life and I will not waste it by crying because of the hurt that you caused me to feel. She picked up a dirty glass and began washing it. I realized I'd given you too much power. Mm. Yes. You are my husband, the closest human being in my life, and the human being I love the most. But you are not my creator. Mm. You are not my Allah. You have failed me, but Allah never failed me. I will not let mm. you ruin my joy and my peace and my progress. Uh, you may break our marriage if you want to, but I will hold on to Allah. And as I hold on to Allah, I will be full of joy despite what you did to me. She said then and started rinsing the glass. Mm. She looked at him and continued, When you hurt me and disrespected me, mm. I realized I was acting out like a woman who has no connection with her creator. I got mad and I started throwing insults at you and I started throwing things around because I wanted my revenge and I allowed you to ruin my day every single day. My performance at work went down. I talked less. I lost weight. Mm. I talked less to our children. I became bitter to the children. I felt sorry for myself. Mm. I developed ulcers and then I realized, but I have Allah. Mm. I shouldn't act like someone with no relationship with Allah. Why should I be hopeless yet Allah is with me? I'd focus so much on you who gave me hurt and problems that I forgot about my Allah. Mm. When you found me, I had Allah. Mm. We got married and I let everything be out, be about because I wanted to make our marriage work. Our marriage became the idol I worshipped instead of the blessing I have in Allah. Our marriage is falling apart because of you. But my relationship with Allah will never fall apart. She scrubbed the pot. You have chosen to abandon our marriage. But that doesn't mean my whole world has collapsed. I will still continue being a good mother to our children. They will never say that the problems between mom and dad made mom a monster. You do as you please with other women. I will raise our children for the love of Allah. She looked at him and she told him, Do I hate you? No. It will be a lie to say I hate you. You are the man I married. 
the one I vowed my love to for life. Tears fell down her cheeks. Tears started to roll down her cheeks. She wiped them. And she said with a crying voice, I just can't cancel all the years that we've been together. Mm-hmm. The Quran and Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked us to love our enemies. If I'm able to love my enemies, surely I can still love you despite all that you have done. I am angry and disappointed. And yes, I am hurt. Mm-hmm. But I've taken my power back. I love for Allah who has exceedingly blessed me and do not live for you and the pain you caused me. She took her white wet hands, she wiped it on her apron, and then she said, in peace, in my peace, I am planning on where the children and I will move to. Since you have chosen an affair or to have an affair, you have clearly shown that you don't need us. Mm. So we will not make your life uncomfortable by forcing you to live with us. You need to be able to bring the women you are cheating with to your own home and establish a clean relationship. I'm working on something. I came into this house in peace and I will leave in peace. You will not kill my spirit. You will not kill my smile and you will not destroy my dreams. Mm -hmm. She walked to the bedroom and minutes later he followed her to the bedroom. By then she was asleep. He woke gently. And he asked her, please, please, I beg you, don't go. Mm. Please don't move out. I will hurt you no more. I will cheat no more. Mm. I am not okay. I want the peace that you have. I want to be the kind of husband you are, like you are as a wife. In good faith, she believed his regret and accepted his apology. Since that day, he has been a reformed man. He made salah with his family and prayed together with them. No more affairs and no more uh, illicit relationships he had. No more hurting her, no more flirting, and indeed no more endless fights. She didn't move out, alhamdulillah. She and the children stayed. He regretted. He regretted all the time he wasted on the piece of gold that he had right in front of him. He wasted it and he regretted and he made tawbah to Allah to forgive him for his sins. And again and again and, in the, and again every single day, he asked her for forgiveness. And to this day, alhamdulillah, the two are happily together. MashaAllah, alhamdulillah. And Ras- Taraji, the, 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 the gist of this is that she took back her power. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens to many women, yeah. or to many partners rather. They allow the partner to take away their zest for life. We have Allah. Let your partner do what he mm-hmm. does. Let her do what she does. You have Allah. And if you have Allah, you have strength. And this is the encouragement today, Bataraji, that do not let our partners, our corrupt partners, do not let them take our power away because Allah is with us all the time. Alhamdulillah. Yes, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when a husband and a wife look at each other with love, Allah, Allah look at them with mercy. Allah On that note, Mawlana, we need to go for a commercial break and we'll come back, we'll continue reading our uh, SMSs, uh, inshallah. Inshallah. Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, alhamdulillah, in studio we have Molana Sabri Davids. And let's continue with our questions, Molana, that came through here regarding the marriage program. Uh, the first one here, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum, Molana. Is it right for a daughter to get married without the consent of the father, even if she was married before? 
The dad had to see it on Facebook. She don't talk to her father. Shukran. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala Rasulil Kareem. Just emphasizing, dear listeners, that uh, under no circumstances and at no point do I claim to be a prof- uh, uh, yani the be-all and the end-all in this particular uh, aspect of the uh, Sharia of Islam. So I just need to make that clear. I also do not claim to be an authority on the, on the, on the, on the subject. Uh, but indeed, we will try our best, inshallah. Uh, yes, indeed, uh, but Haraji, this, a lady that was married is called a bikr. Mouth, mouth, a thayib. Thayib. yes. And the lady that was unmarried is called a bikr. Now, the married, the lady that was married is a thayib and she does not need consent, permission as such. However, she does need a wakil. So, wikala still stays in place. The father is still her wakil. And hence, he was, fir- he was first in line to have acted as wakil to marry her to someone else. Mm. Okay? So, indeed, it was incorrect. Um, however, the, the, the nikah itself is correct. Um, the procedure was not co- completely correct um, because a lady, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, she cannot marry herself off. She needs to appoint a wakil. Um, it wasn't incorrect to appoint a wakil, but it was extremely disrespectful towards her father. And then for him to have seen it on Facebook was even m- worse. And so therefore, uh, the marriage itself, the nikah itself is intact. But I do think that she owes her father an apology. She needs to go to him and ask him for mouth uh, and for the way, disrespectful way in which she got married, that the father must see it on Facebook. So indeed, that is the response. If, of course... Um, the family, uh, you know, knew about it. It was the duty of even the imam, for that matter, to have informed the father. Uh, Look, your daughter is getting married. Are you aware of it at least? Uh, so I do think that uh, she needs to go back and ask for mouth to the to, uh, her father. Shukran, Mulana. Next question. Assalamu alaikum. Husband and wife has been separated for almost two years. Recently, the Muslim Judicial Council confirmed that according to Shafi Madhab, we are talaq. As he did not verbalize, I take you back. According to Hanafi, we are not talaq, as there were intimate moments during the three months. The husband wants to the wife prove herself physically and by courting again before he commits a place for them and the kids to stay and move on. There was another woman involved in this time, at the time, uh, the time at the talaq. And the one talaq. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I do think that this is a matter that is the best left for the jurists. Um, however, according to Imam Shafi rahimahullah, there must be verbal expression of the rujur. He must say in so many words that I take you back. However, and, and uh, rightfully, as, as, as she correctly pointed out, that according to Imam Abu Hanifa, the minutest uh, indication of, of, of yani reconciliation, a peck on the cheek, for example, hugging, etc., etc., and of course, the act of intimacy, these are enough to, 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 to reconcile the two. Um, here, again, I think this matter should be best left to the jurists. Um, because we need to look at the interest of society building and community building, and it is in the it is in the better and bigger interest of the community to then uh, incline towards the call of Imam Abu Hanifa in this particular instance, if indeed this marriage can work. But I think also to cut a long story short, my sister, uh, rather than go to an Imam, uh, since it has been two years, and then rather just uh, reperform the nikah. That will cut a long story short. Um, if indeed, uh, you know, you incline towards the Hanafi uh, call, um, then indeed you are, have been still married, but there's no harm then. 
But if indeed you are a follower of the Shafi Madhab, then just get married, go to the Imam, get your wakil, and get married again. That way you will then be completely out of doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I say, uh, I refer the matter to the jurist and to the fatwa department of the MJC for more clarity on this particular matter. <laughs> Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Our SMS line is 47913. Alhamdulillah, in studio we have Molina Sabri Davis. Let's go to our next question. Uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, Molina, very tricky question. I don't know Molina can answer this question because I was also going through it yes. over and over. But uh, you, you'll be the judge, Molina. Let me read it through, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, to all in studio. Kindly advise when the husband left wife due to communication with ex but has no kids. Current husband supported her family through many things. Yet the wife does not respect her husband. Her own family threw her out with the first husband few years ago. Now the second husband proposed talaq and notices the wife was treating his kids from the first marriage nasty too. And now the wife is three months pregnant. The husband wants paternity test completed and would fulfill nafaka until the baby is born. And Ida, shukran, advice Morana. But, uh, but uh, Raja, a very light-hearted response. Yes. Dick was bold and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to, but uh, Raja, mm-hmm. is there are very many uh, aspects and, 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 and you know, uh, things that I would want to know. Mm-hmm. And clearly, uh, we, this is not that kind of program. What I'm going to advise this listener to do, inshallah, uh, contact me on the phone. You can contact the Voice of the Cape uh, on, on, on four, uh, 021 uh, four, double four two yeah. three five double oh. And then you can uh, ask my number and then you give me a, a call and then I would like to just go into the depths of this and just ask you some questions because it seems that the first husband involved and there's a second husband involved and it seems that the lady is under Idda because the second husband talaq. So there's a many, many, mm-hmm. many dynamics here. So I think uh, I would and advise this person. And she's pregnant listener, also. And she's going to go to So the best thing I can advise you is that the lady is from me and I can also hear what the situation is. All the details are and I can also hear what the situation is. Shukran, Olena. Next question, Salaam, Olena, and everybody on board. My question is, what do, in a case, my wife get a government uh, subsidy and pay for the house and the car. I only pay the electricity, uh, electricity and rates, and don't work anymore due to illness. What happens should anything happen to me? There is three children. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. First of all, I want you, my dear, uh, my dear brother, to, 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 to tell your wife tonight that you appreciate what she's doing. Alhamdulillah, with Allah's kudrat, she is now footing the bills. You paying the uh, the electricity. Uh, Maaf, uh, you, uh, she gets a subsidy, so you only pay the electricity and the rates. You should thank your wife for doing what she is doing. That's the first aspect. The second aspect is it is not your fault that you are ill. It is not uh, you that caused your own illness, uh, and I would I would assume it to be a, a chronic illness. And so, therefore, your retirement due to illness is not because of you wanting to retire, but it is because of your condition that uh, doesn't allow you to work. 
Um, I don't exactly know what you mean by what should happen should anything happen to you. If anything happens to you, it is the same normal procedure as for anyone else. Whatever you leave behind, uh, your parents, if your parents are alive, they will get a portion, one-sixth each. Uh, father one six and one mother one six your wife will get one eighth and the balance of whatever you have left behind goes to your children um, and whatever it is whether it is a pension whether it is a provident fund whatever it may be uh, you know that goes into your estate there's nothing much else that I can tell you what should happen as except that uh, maybe you know after your demise may Allah grant you long life inshallah but after your demise uh, life was, would go on as normal there's no special circumstance as such um, if you leave anything behind that, whatever it is, however little it also may be, must be divided according to Sharia. Same if your wife, uh, now it's very important that clearly this house is your wife's house. Uh, because the subsidy will only be granted if she purchases the home. Um, and then clearly you need to live with that understanding that uh, if she, anything happens to her, then indeed the house becomes part of her estate. And uh, does not become part of your estate, inshallah. Shukran Mulan. Next question. Salam Mulana. Uh, yeah, I read that one. Let's go to this one. Assalamu alaikum. Please help. My husband is so abusive. He shouts a lot. He works to two, three days in the week. Two to three days in the week. And when he comes home, he is very, very rude to me. Like he say, uh, when he goes to work, I have a jolly day. He don't my family to visit me or phone me i must be morbid the whole day like him he is a heart patient now i just uh, keep quiet for allah's sake okay bismillah rahman rahim yes my dear sister i think the story that we the the, the that we uh, narrated in the beginning of the program is pretty much what i see here except however you need to also take a stand you need to also make him understand that you are not a dog or a cat, you're not an animal, you're a human being, you're a Muslim, you have Iman in your heart and you deserve respect and honor and dignity. And so sometimes it is okay to keep quiet, but sometimes we need to also tell the person, no, this is not on anymore, it's not going to happen anymore, you're not going to abuse me anymore, you're not going to overstep my rights anymore, you're not going to violate my rights anymore. It stops here and now. Yes, I agree that he is a heart patient and it is, I've heard, and, and it's, uh, I don't know if it's, it's not a scientifically proven fact, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that field. However, um, sometimes a sickness can be used as an excuse as well. And even if you are a heart patient, how many other people are out there who are heart sufferers, sufferers of heart disease, sufferers of diabetes, and they are gentle, they are uh, kind, they are decent. And so yes, indeed, that is not uh, justification enough. So I do think that you should confront him very gently of course and uh, but very affirmatively um, and, and say that this is not on Shukran. next question Molana I just uh, comment here I think yeah this is regarding the question that came through a week before where this person said that assalamu alaikum regarding the message of McDonald's he is lying he only give 1500 Rand if I go back to our previous uh, question, Molana, that came through two weeks ago, he said, said yeah, Salam Imam, what do I in a situation where my ex-wife keep on making allegations against me? I'm so afraid to go see my kids. Yes, I'm better myself. I sit almost every day by the ulama. I want to try to work things out, but they keep 
but they keep on arguments with her mom. She didn't want me to see my kids over weekends. I must go see my kids by McDonald's under her supervision, as the court said, but I want to take, uh, to get back with good intention. 1,500 rand I gave her due to this situation, and I want to see my kids by me. Uh, my parents didn't see them for eight months. Please advise, and I normally give her 2,500 rand, sometimes 33,000 rand. So the question came through. So a this week. is uh, related to that. That's one. right. Yes, he says, Salaamu regarding the message of McDonald's, he is lying. He only give 1,500 rand. I think, but Raji, my simple response is going to be, and I refer to, to a matter, or rather, I, I mentioned in the start of the program uh, that uh, sometimes we mustn't assume that a situation is my situation. Mm-hmm. This lady is assuming that the question that came is her situation. There might be thousands of others, and I'm not going to, I don't think we would want to have this program uh, to have these two people fight out yes. the differences in this particular mm-hmm. program. We're not going to uh, respond to, to that, Putaraji. Suffice to then say that this lady. Please do not assume that it is about you uh, and your matter or your situation. There might be many, many others. So this comment of he's lying, etc., etc., please uh, refrain from that. Uh, we're not going to indulge, in, uh, indulge this uh, question any further. Shukran. Next one, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. Can Molina Kanala advise? My family member has been put out of her house. Now she's living with her kids by her mom and husband by his mother but he is also not making an effort to go work and tells her most times he cannot take her or fetch her at work what can be done in such a situation because he is a very adamant and arrogant man is never in the wrong shukran Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. If the man blatantly refuses to work, if the man blatantly says, because he is in a comfort zone now, his family is being taken care of, they are eating every day, and uh, unfortunately, sadly, on the necks of the, of, of, of the wife's parents or the wife's family. And so indeed, if he refuses that, you have uh, grounds to then apply for a Fasko Nikah because he is blatantly refusing. If it's circumstances, however, that force him not to work or that cause him not to work, then it's perhaps a slightly different situation. However, please, my dear sister, you do have the right... We don't want to tell people with Araji and dear listeners, left, right and center, cut for a fasa, cut for a fasa. So what I suggest you do, you go to your local imam, call him in and let your imam address the matter with him. Explaining to him that it is his responsibility and his duty to see to it that you eat and that you are sufficiently accommodated and that you are sufficiently uh, clothed, uh, you and your children. It is his responsibility and, du- uh, responsibility and duty because uh, Nafaka has now shifted from the wakil, who was the father, I would assume, to, to the husband. So please take him uh, to your nearest imam or contact your nearest imam or your area imam rather and uh, address this husband. Again, I advise if he blatantly refuses and you do mention that he is a very stubborn and arrogant man and an adamant man, then perhaps this is the kind of person that uh, needs to be taken so that uh, perhaps he should look at, uh, you, know, you should look at getting a fast nikah if indeed it is his attitude that he doesn't want to take care of you. If you just join us, we're in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. Our SMS line is 47913. Next question, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. father and grandparents who doesn't see his children, the sheikh didn't hear the side of the ex-wife. Maybe father is abusive, drunkard, etc. That's 
Uh, that's I have to interject. Yeah. That is also related to mm. that previous McDonald's yes. issue. Ah. Uh, I'm not going to, uh, you know, because this is the kind of private SMSs that yeah, was Yeah, this to is me. from the, the grandfather to say his grandkids is a problem. They're only three to five years old. There's also oh. they need the question, the previous question from two weeks ago. Um, it's not. It's not nothing to do with McDonald's. Eh? No, 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 oh, no. Okay, this is yeah. Okay, question. let me repeat. Um, uh, he is, uh, father and grandparents who doesn't see his children. The chef didn't hear the side of the ex-wife. Maybe the father is abusive, the drunkard, etc. That's uh, knowing all the facts. That's no, Mrs. Speed. That's why supervised visits, we have to know all sides of story before making judgment. We can't just say he has to take children without the knowledge, without knowing all the facts. Now, that uh, pertain the same like two weeks ago Molina, regarding that question was like, uh, we just go back to the previous uh, question here. He says, yeah, Assalamu alaikum Imam, is it right for the grandfather to say his grandkid is a problem and they are only three and five years old? The parents must move out of there, and they only babies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what, what does one say? Yeah. You know. Um, um, and again, I'm saying that mm. is why we always say we don't get all the sides of yes. the story. Mm. Uh, you know, in this program, we only respond to those questions that we receive. So, therefore, I can only I I, I will respond. But I always maintain there are other circumstances, there are extenuating circumstances, and that add and contribute to a situation. But we only respond to the question as it comes through. We don't break down the situation and analyze the situation. Otherwise, that was not amali questions can answer anybody. Yes. So again, call in your local imam, put this on his desk, ask him to assist you, inshallah. On that note, Molina, once again, we need to go for a commercial break. Our SMS line is 47913. Stay tuned to The Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. <laughs> Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. In the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, alhamdulillah. Our SMS line is 47913. Molina, a question came through here. Yeah? Uh, let me just go to our. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's stick to this one here. Yeah? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, Assalamu alaikum, Molina. What do I do if my husband previously had an affair with a woman he works with and he refuses to stay away from her? Work functions, they still associate, and I've been told I just have to deal with it as they work together. He still denies the affair after I have proof. Counseling doesn't seem to be an option as he refuses to go and says it's all in my head. Shukran Molina. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, the first aspect that we need to look at is that people are working together. And this is a very common occurrence in the workplace, but Rajan, dear listeners, that uh, we have even married women, Muslim married women, uh, that even are in hijab, believe you me, that are in hijab, that have affairs with other married men at the workplace. We need to carefully look at this um, and, and we need to really revitalize our energies in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of uh, telling ourselves that I am here because Allah has put my rizq here. I'm here for no other purpose. I'm here just to seek my rizq and from there, inshallah, I will go home. I have a family. Be that as it may. Um, I want to offer this lady an option that she perhaps doesn't mention. Why don't you ask your husband if he is still involved with her and if, as you say, you have proof. 
You have proof. Now you remember your proof is uh, 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 that you have must be convincing proof. You must have proof that this person has committed zina, or you must have proof that this person has said that he, that, uh, you know, that there must be some convincing proof. It can't just be hearsay. It can't be something on Facebook, for example, that has not been proven or shown to be true. So your evidence or proof that you have must be absolutely convincing. But be that as it may, why don't you offer the, your husband to get married to this lady? Why don't they get married? That mm-hmm. is the first option. The second option is that if you feel, and again I say, talaq cannot be justified by a second marriage. Talaq cannot be justified by a second marriage. And it is because, perhaps, not to, uh, directed at this listener, but directed at, the, at, 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 at all of us, it is because we've made second marriages and third marriages so taboo that we find people rather having affairs because so rather have an affair he's told you to live with it and just accept it why then don't you make that halal and say live with it and accept it that i've married again so give him that option give him the option of getting married however an illicit uh, relationship he is in continuous haram he's in continuous haram provided that you can prove that it is an illicit relationship uh, also, I want to say that no amount of any of what you said must be based on suspicions. You mentioned that he previously had an affair and that he denies it. Maybe he is not involved. Maybe it is just your previous hurt and maybe it is just your previous disappointment uh, that, 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 that is you know, coming into play again and, uh, and, and you believe only what you want to believe. So indeed, we need to give some recognition to the fact that your husband is denying it. So, uh, inshallah, we hope that uh, his, his, his denial, um, he, that he's not in denial, but he denies it with truth, and he denies it because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching him. Shukran, Mulana. Yes, we are in the program Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage, inshallah. Sometimes, Mulana, we find questions are coming through, we only hear the one side of the story. Yes. Let's see, that's actually two sides of a story. Yes. So, the, the questions that are coming through, we can only answer what is being asked. Yes, yes, inshallah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, the question here, Assalamu alaikum, mashallah, Imam. This is a beautiful program, alhamdulillah. I just want to ask that before Imam gives answer to questions from one side, Make sure the other side is none too. Jazakallah. Yes, indeed. Uh, we can May only Allah grant you goodness, inshallah. Amen. Allahumma amen. Shukran for that. And, but we have to point out we don't get the other side yes. because the other <laughs> side doesn't know that, that the question is going to be posed. Yes. So for us to, you know, to start investigating this program, then, then we can handle one case, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we will end up investigating for, for three weeks in a row. So indeed, that is why I always advise go to your local imam and go lay the situation so that he will ask all the questions. Yes. But we only respond to the questions as they come to us. Yes, that's right. Next one, uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Shukran for answering my message. Can I obtain the message? Sheikh gave my husband, wasn't home to year. Shukran, may Allah grant Sheikh on radio, khair and barakah. If I go back to our previous question two weeks ago, Mulana, regarding that uh, question, it is said, yeah, Wasalam, Sheikh, hope Sheikh is well. My husband have a secret of code on his phone and I can't, uh, can't know what message he get and he can't open his letters. Is it haram if I look in his phone? Okay, technically his phone is his phone. Letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, technically his phone is his phone and there needs to be exist an amount of privacy when it comes to phones especially. However, there needs to exist a bigger amount of honesty and openness when it comes to phones between husband and wife. So it is not haram as such. But then again, on the other hand, um, 
uh, what you don't know cannot hurt you. Number one. Number two is that that uh, don't necessarily suspect that uh, there's a reason for your husband having. Perhaps it could be that he leaves his phone at work lying around, and so he wants to protect uh, the phone at work. I don't see why a husband should have a code on on his phone in the first place. Why can't just tell his wife as I got salah of yeah and answer the phone? If he's got something to hide, it may be, but that is all suspicion. We cannot uh, base our actions on suspicions. And this again to me, but Raji smacks of that kind of suspicion. Mm-hmm. We cannot just say because there's a code on his phone. Um, you know, but Raji, uh, for example, I'll give you an example. My wife, and may Allah, Alhamdulillah, I have a very good wife. She does not take a five cents out of my wallet. She would bring my wallet to me. I, even if I tell her to take money out, even my children with Allah's kudrat. They would never take money out of my wallet without asking me. My wife would even phone me and tell me, listen, I need cash for this and that. Can then I would tell her to take out, but she, does, she brings my wallet to me. My children, what am I saying? There's a certain amount of respect for the property of others as well. Even if I'm her husband and even if, if my children would never open a letter that, that, that comes, my wife would never open a letter mm-hmm. that comes for me. She would respect that this is addressed to him. And uh, so, so there is that amount of respect that is needed for the privacy of others as well. Um, but again, I'm saying if indeed there is nothing to hide, and I don't want to instigate a matter here, but if there is nothing to hide, then why put a, because you're causing suspicion by putting a, co- a, 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 a code on your phone. You're causing your wife to ask, no, kokat, you can't your phone. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, we've got no right to make accusations because of that. Very, very important. Our SMS line is 47913. If you need to know any questions pertaining to your marriage, we are on the program negotiating pathways towards a successful marriage, alhamdulillah. Next question, assalamu alaikum Molina. I'm divorced from my ex-husband. The Muslim Judicial Council gave me a talaq paper, but now my ex-husband goes around and tell everyone we're still married and the annulment certificate is not valid. Bismillah rahman rahim My dear sister, what can you do to stop him doing that? Now I'm going to give you the answer as well. There's nothing you can do. He will forever, he will forever go around saying that, because maybe he believes you are you are not uh, you know talaked. But then again, we ask you appeared in front of a panel of learned people. It's just, uh, the MGC. Uh, uh, it's not just Dick Tom and Harry. It is learned people that have issued or that have uh, decreed a talaq and it is issued you with the with the annulment certificate. Stick to that, my sister. He's going to say a lot of things. A lot of people say a lot of things about a lot of people. There's no way we can stop people saying things about you. And indeed, there's no way we can stop him saying things about you. If the MGC has given it, I have full confidence that they have issued a decree uh, that is that is correct and that they've taken all um, uh, possible measures and examined all possible avenues. And I'm sure that after, after all has been uh, exhausted, uh, they have issued the decree, and you go with that, and do not be too bothered about what your husband says. Shukran, Molana. Next question. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Molana. Can Molana also elaborate on the fact that when a man gives three talaks, and now he wants the woman back, and says he wasn't thinking straight at the... Uh, uh, yeah, where are we going now? And he regrets. Yeah, and he regrets what has happened, but this irrevocable now he's trying to find loopholes to get her back. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. First of all, we know the situation. We've been through it many times. 
I think such a situation, if he says that he wasn't thinking straight, he should uh, lodge his matter with the MJC uh, uh, Sharia court and uh, let them address the matter. Point of the matter is with Araji, that is exactly, exactly, exactly the point of the matter. That I'm not thinking straight. Was not was not an answer. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Ik was hier nuchter geweest. Dat is hier anwoti. Ik was hier. Ik was kwaad geweest. Dat is hier anwoti. Ons moet dunk foto's praat. Ons moet dunk foto's talak. Ons moet dunk foto's doen. En daarvoor met Allah voor zijn akkel gaan. Die akkel is hier daar niet om te. You know, die akkel is daar te gaan brik. Unfortunately, sometimes the akal must be shaken buckle. So therefore, but Raji, this is one of those classical situations where the man say, "I so why you regret because I realize now, yeah, Allah, I could miss now. Nonsense, angefang, and I can't even turn back now, and I could have fallen for years. So yeah, unfortunately, it is his loss. Um, and he must not accept it as. And unfortunately, um, if he finds a loophole, again I say, do not uh, fall for the hook line and sinker. Go to the MGC fatwa division or go to the MGC and and and, and, and uh, lodge the matter with the MGC. Shukran. The SMS line is four seven nine one three four seven nine one three. Next question, Molana. Assalamu alaikum, Molana. I've tried to phone Molana on your landline, <laughs> but no answer. Every time, my problem is too huge to ask advice on radio. Okay. And uh, in, uh, possible is it possible for me to come to you? Yes. As I don't stay near, but in Tos River, Molana. I've, I've dealt with this. Uh, okay, with but this I lady, listen to your program every week. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Please advise how to get in touch with you. Yes, I, she did contact me, and mm-hmm. we did um, uh, speak. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Okay. So uh, that is sorted out. Next one, yeah. Assalamu alaikum, Molina. My mother passed away in the My father said the children can only inherit when he passes on. Even though my wife who studied explained to them about the inheritance, four years later my father passed away in the We are ten children. My eldest brother and sister was born out of wedlock. According to the uh, will, which was drawn up by Molina, my eldest brother inherited everything. And he said my father stayed with him. The so-called Molina said, the so-called Molina said, let me continue, uh, the will is valid and correct, even though there was many mistakes in it. How can this be rectified, Mithodlik? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, first of all, we're going to say that that was totally incorrect to say that uh, you can only inherit once your father also passes away. What if you pass away before your father? So that is the first aspect to it. It's totally incorrect. Uh, your father had a totally incorrect approach. And, uh, and, and for those of us who are listening, please, the correct approach is that when the mother, unless there's agreement amongst all the heirs, that Kiki Mama and Buya no ha won in the ace, but come on, Vahma, but it is incorrect when the person passes away his estate must be uh, distributed immediately uh, that's the first thing the second thing is a will cannot be drawn up as such the Quran has already uh, decided who gets what and what portion goes to who. That's the second aspect. So the will that is drawn up must be simple and straightforward. It can contain two clauses. The one clause is, or the one aspect of it rather is, if the person wants to make a wasiyah, which is a maximum of one third, that person can do that to whomsoever. If anyone wants to make a wasiyah, make it to the Imam of Rockland's Masjid, inshallah. So, <laughs> and then of course, 
the other portion, the other aspect of it is, and the rest of my estate I leave to my Sharia appointed heirs. So those heirs who are Sharia, yeah, uh, by Sharia who are who are eligible to 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 inherit, those heirs will then be recognised in Sharia. Uh, subsequently, certificate can be obtained from the offices of the MGC at a very 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 small fee, and then from there onwards, uh, it must be it must be. Um, it must be distributed. Now you what you don't want to know what can be done to rectify this. Unfortunately, there is a will in place. Now the masters they will just look for a will in place, and the masters will go according to what's stated in that will. So you can contest that will. You can go to a lawyer, contest the will, and say that it must be changed to Sharia. In fact, all avenues must be must be attempted to change it to Sharia because mothers and fathers, ruhs, uh, uh, the souls, will be suspended until such time that the inheritance and the estate is distributed strictly according to Sharia. To say that the eldest brother inherits everything, uh, that is also an incorrect if they indeed are ch- ten children um, and the brother was uh, born out of wedlock and the sister was born out of wedlock. Uh, we need to see out of wedlock um, then they do not, for example, um, inherit from from the father. But it is far too complicated to discuss on this program. So what I would suggest you do, inshallah, you seek advice from the officers of the MJC, or you can give me a shout uh, on my number. You can get my number from the front desk, and then uh, you give me a shout during the week, and we can see what we can do to assist um, to rectify it. However, it will involve a lawyer because there was a will. If there wasn't a will, it would have been a different matter. But because there is a will that has already been, the masters don't care really or necessarily about Sharia or not Sharia. The masters just care if there's a will, there's a will, and that is it. Um, but you can contest it, of course, with a lawyer. Give me a call during the week, inshallah, and we'll see what we can do to assist, inshallah. Shukran, Molana. Next question. This is not pertaining to marriage, but Assalamu uh, alaikum, Molana. Can I talk about the people who come to Janazas who sit and fitna about who all is on drugs, people's inheritance, so ugly, they don't know, and they stop them, Molana? Yes, from a moy ops, can I can <laughs> yeah. It is a fake. It is a fake. What the person says, but the man stand. Uh, I, I actually first. I actually quite. I, I actually, means it's still hamak. But you kubus in dach. To say, bruz ya Allah. The man got in the in the cover and and he lost that and lach. To say that and lach and gaselsele. To say this is the moment what us must contemplate. What us must say, ya Allah. What got my condition? Which is I come and ingal. Ya Allah, make this person's condition light. So therefore, it is a very important fact. That die mense sit in, ook in die fitness of a keer hoor, hulle maak gegewe, mm. hulle sit in tjommel van ander mense, hulle praat van die rugby, die sokke, die cricket, en hulle praat van die state caption, van Guptas, en all these things, hulle praat van alles behalve die dood. Die. And so therefore, in this indeed, good input for the listener, I'll hear it, mashallah. Alhamdulillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Marhaban, ya maulana. This might be off topic, but I'm a young girl who is striving to be a better Muslim. Is there any motivation on how to constantly build up my spiritual side and to always be on the pure uh, path purely to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Subhanallah, may Allah grant you, my dear young sister, may Allah grant you increase. May Allah grant you the the, the, the ability and the motivation and the raghba to carry on with what you are doing. Yes, indeed, my dear sister, the best way to increase your spirituality is by following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and, and yani, the commands of Allah uh, through the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is difficult for me because I too, my dear sister, am only but a struggler and a hustler on the path to purity, uh, to purity and to spirituality. And so may Allah carry us all, inshallah, Allah, I mean. 
Shukran for that uh, answer, Maulana. They say when there's happy moments, we we'll always praise Allah. And when there's difficult moments, you seek Allah. Yes. And there's quiet moments, you worship Allah. Yes. And when there's painful moments, we trust Allah. Allah and Allah. every moment, we thank Allah. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Next question, Mulana. Assalamu alaikum. I think we answered this uh, question, Mulana. The cheapest uh, way to mantra. Yeah, the cheapest way to mantra. Ayatul Kursi, the three calls. The Ayatul Kursi, the last part from Surah Baqarah, the three calls. And there we go and a blasters it. And like Shaitan had Vihatla Veda, he said. But also, another cheap way, set off your music. Yeah. Another cheap way, Bacha by your Quran and yes. A bale cheap way, another cheap way. Uh, 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 because in the other come shaitan and say he's a slapplik and cost force come owens and in the money cost ladder on the upastani or the glass and the copies dryer or mutilat upastani or the potter or the bucket mutilat upastani but said I music a bit off and I said to the bitchy karat and said I take TV bitchy off I said to the bitchy karat and those are all cheap ways in which we can mantra our house out and for the sake of just understanding mantra uh, the word mantra itself uh, I, I don't know if it's very applicable, but this is the Quran, but it's not So it's not an extravagant way. And Salah, update. Yeah, absolutely, Salah, but it's not Alhamdulillah. Next question, Maulana. Assalamu alaikum, Maulana and Butarazi. Shukran for an informative program with a bit of humor. Enjoy it each weekend. Can Maulana please advise whether any female with a child born of out of wedlock from a said male, can she celebrate an engagement and obviously an a big wedding celebration a year later to another? Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. To another male. Is oh. this okay and are we allowed to attend this wedding celebration? Wassalam? Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim. First of all, we need to understand that the wedding celebration, which is called the Walima in Islam, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned and he advised us that we should have a reception even if it is walau bishatin if it if it is one sheep you understand and so yes even if the lady has fallen into haram even if the lady has made a mistake in her life what we need to understand is that Allah forgives. Allah forgives and thereafter we don't judge. So yes indeed you can attend uh, such a such an occasion, you can attend such a wedding. Although uh, as a means of your kapsa style parat butayaraji, said Murakla nonsense angafang. Ik kan zo jammer dat ik nog zoemen. Zeg klaar, nou, waar voel je een groot breedje? Trouw niet in donderdag aan en klaar. Die oude mensen die gaat doen samen met jou. Als je gaat willen, ze trouw niet in donderdag aan en klaar. But the point of the matter here is, and I can understand what the listeners, uh, uh, you know, waar voel je nog een big moderation maken als al klaar kunt je involveren. Ja, op je aan is die zo. En op je aan moet je verstaan dat het is niks verkeerd is als ze dan zo moderation niet nie. Laat ze dan aangaan, inshallah, laat ze dan die gidi breed. En dan kan volgens laat weet die data, maar kan ik met haar radio misschien gaan. It is permissible for you to attend and it is even encouraged for you to accept the invitation. Een van die iets waarin Rasul Salam nooit gaat doen het die Rasul Salam het nooit, nooit, nooit gaat refuse the invitation unless it was some pressing matter geweest. So ja, die Rasul Salam advise for us om te accept the invitation. So laat ons gaan naar die breed toe inshallah. Even if it's non-Muslim, Malana? Even if it is non-Muslim, yes, again, very important. We have the right to refuse to go to an occasion, for example, where there's unnecessarily, uh, unnecessary uh, intermingling of, of, of genders. 
uh, and at the wedding can you they avoid me but if there's wine we have the right to refuse in fact we're not allowed to refuse if there's going to be wine in all probability at a non-muslim occasion there will be wine then also if there's swine being preserved we also have the right to refuse women who are not properly attired and properly dressed we have the right to refuse so in, in, in that particular instance then one uh, advise against attending the occasion simply because one contemplates that there might be something that uh, you know is uh, in violation of the sharia of islam and therefore on that basis one 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 can then say no i'm going to stay away because there's going to be wine there's going to be swine there's going to be loud music and dancing there's going to be women half naked and all these things or not properly attired and properly dressed so on that basis i will not go if it is of course a non-muslim gathering and we know that obviously for non-muslims we they uh, they don't have the same principles as we do and they don't have the same uh, yeah any laws and guidelines as we do so in that particular instance then one would say no okay rather abstain from this so in order to cause you or to to yeah need to reduce yourself uh yeah or reduce the stress and cause yourself less stress and uh, rather than refrain Shukran Malina, on that note, we need to go for a commercial break. When they come back, our SMS line is 47913. Welcome back in the program, Negotiating Pathways Towards a Successful Marriage. We've got approximately five minutes to the walk of door, inshallah. And uh, the question coming through here, Assalamu alaikum, Malina. My husband left some time ago, I think because my son is using drugs. And according to people, he talked to doesn't want to talk to me or a counselor. He left and only pop in when he need to when he need to. No marital relation for many years was still happy to be his wife. No support, only necessities uh, necessities like food. Okay, Bismillah Rahman Rahim, my dear sister in Islam, first of all, you say that your husband left some time ago because you think it's because of your son. You should know why your husband left. Not because of what you think he left for. That's the first aspect. The second aspect is don't go after hearsay. You say according to people uh, that he talks to. So it is hearsay. And therefore hearsay sometimes and often is not true. Often hearsay has got te- it's one piece is true and the other 99 pieces is all additions that were made by people who listened to the same thing. So I would suggest, my dear sister, instead of listening to people who say that he doesn't want to talk to you and he doesn't want to talk to a counselor, let him say so himself. Let him say so himself. It is just said that if if indeed it is the case that your husband left because of your son being on drugs, I don't hear you saying anything about your son. I don't hear you saying anything about uh, your son going for, 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 for rehabilitation. I don't hear you saying about um, your son should be kicked out. Why is the druggie allowed to remain on and those around him must suffer? Why must a marriage, a good marriage, and you're saying that you're still happy to be in, a mar- in, in the relationship and you're you still happy to be his wife? Why then should your marriage suffer because of your son? And I do get, uh, you know, uh, some notion here that you know, in no reference except that the, the fact that your son is using drugs, no other reference is made to your son. It uh, doesn't say that you've spoken to your son. It doesn't. You don't say that you've sp- your husband has tried to speak to your son uh, about re- uh, rehabilitation. So uh, perhaps, perhaps if indeed it is so that he left because of your son being on drugs, maybe he was trying, uh, he was fighting a, a, a fight on his own and maybe didn't get support. What I would su- suggest you do, my sister, Approach your husband, 
ask him why he left, have the imam there, and then say that if indeed he left because of your son, then offer to help him and offer to assist him in getting your son rehabilitated. Perhaps it's not your husband that needs a counselor. Your son needs the counseling. Perhaps your husband in your marriage doesn't need a counselor. And that is why your husband feels he doesn't need to speak to a counselor. Because he doesn't need counseling. Your son needs the counseling. And then again, let us not fall, my dear sister, into that age-old trick of the druggies. We should have a hardcore approach when it comes to them. A druggy, I've seen it, Buttaraji, I work with so many cases. The druggy will use your emotions to the bitter end. They will thrive on your emotions and your soft-heartedness and your jamaartigheid. In the end, they will kick you in the backside and walk away laughing because it feels bestial and it all your geel gevat for drugs. So why don't you focus on your son that is a druggy? Because your husband perhaps doesn't need the counseling, your son definitely does. Our last question, Molina. The parents of a daughter have received a proposal from a gentleman who was previously married with two children and also one illegitimate child from another lady. Mabutaraji, can you just start over again? The parents of a daughter have received a proposal from a gentleman who was previously married with two children and also one illegitimate child from another lady. Okay. The parents are totally unhappy and are refusing to give permission in marriage. Are they correct in feeling this way? Bismillah rahman rahim If indeed the father, the wakil, the wali, has a valid reason to refuse marriage, um, then indeed uh, the, the marriage count, uh, cannot continue. If the father has valid reason to refuse marriage, then the marriage cannot continue because according to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there cannot be any nikah except the wali. And who's the wali? It's either the father or it is the grandfather, the father of the father. That's the first aspect. But what also another aspect is that she has the full right and they have the full right. Look, Butaraji, any man that gives off his daughter, he wants to have the peace of mind that my, that my daughter will be taken care of, she will be supported, she will be happy and she will be safe. So now, if he has a previous marriage and he has a better marriage, or if he has a better marriage, or if he has a better marriage, the point of the matter is, that this girl was getrouwd and you've got full right as parents and as, the, as his future wife to know why did he leave the wife. Maybe he didn't leave the wife, maybe she left him. So you've got the right to know lest the same occurs in your marriage. So the advice that we give is do a background check and also approach the ex-wife and approach and ask her why exactly uh, did your marriage end. Inshallah, I wish them well, Bittaraji. On the other hand, it could be very well be that he might have turned over a new leaf in his life and now he wants to start afresh and part of that is starting with a good marriage. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us all and all our marriages and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and protect us all, inshallah. From my side, Bittaraji, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Mawlana Sabri, the Imam of Masjid Al-Thani in Rockland, inshallah. Um, and myself, Raji Davaji, our technician doing duty, that is Abida Muhammad Dixon. And we need to cross back to the studio for the uh, walk of Dhuhr, inshallah. Uh, well, I'm in the studio. <laughs> I'm so used to broadcasting from the outside. <laughs> Let's go cross to our technician, to Abida, uh, to take it from there, inshallah. And stay tuned to the voice of the Cape at half past one. We'll cross back to Talib Samay with the program Pulse of Wisdom and Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.
بتسبقنا إليها وتنثور وردانا من مقلتيها يورث ريف سعدونا في كل درب فيبتاهي السنة الطافي عليها